0: Ramona Flair gotta face the ultimate maniacs of the Survivor Series
1: Oh yeah! Explosiveness that can never ever be recreated A chemical combustion that forms a bond forever and ever, which means the ultimate maniacs are totally out of control Oh my god Out of control <laughs> The wall that you guys
0: backed yourselves into right here, yeah. Do you see any back door? Do you see any door which you can escape? No, you don't because this wall is made of solid steel. It is bonded by all the ultimate maniacs all over the world because we know how to
1: survive.
0: And at the Survivor Series, the ultimate
1: warrior and the macho man and the ultimate the maniacs Power. will survive. think.
0: His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom. Who was on crack? Hey, this is do lunch. Sports, man. Come on
2: now. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports dance. New sports desk. You're listening to the sports
1: show.
0: Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. To another episode of the Sports Desk. This is episode 164. And also, we are here for another episode of the State of the Union. Of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now it's been a while since we've had a State of the Union of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and frankly, I'm tired of having these types of shows. <laughs> you know, I I, I I hope one day you know the State of the Union themes can theme can change when we do these shows talking about championships and 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 just great moments from this jaguar organization but before we get into everything i'm your guy one more time desert l he's jr one of your favorite sportsologists back in the building and remember folks that i am here to give it to you row and uncut
2: And this your man Black, we are back in the building once again for another episode D Let's get into it
0: Yes sir, yes sir, yes sir So we're going to be doing the whole format I got some voice notes from some loyal, uh, anxious uh, Jacksonville Jaguar fans and supporters Uh, We're going to get Freddie Briggs on the phone We're going to call our Jacksonville correspondent Rashad Robinson in on the line as well And this episode is for the city man it's all Jaguar talk. Everything Jaguars. We ain't talk about nothing else. But before we get into everything black, something good to cheer about for the city of Jacksonville. They got their first Hall of Fame inductee. Mm-hmm. Our big Baselli, Big Tony Baselli, is uh was inducted into the well not inducted yet, but he was announced that he will be inducted into the Hall of Fame class next year. And That's a big deal. Jacksonville has not had a Hall of Famer, and now they do. We remember Tony Baselli, the first ever draft pick, the first staple player for this organization, this franchise. Black, how do you feel knowing that Big Baselli is going to be representing the Jaguars in the Hall of Fame? Well,
2: it finally feels good to have a Jaguar player in the Hall of Fame. You know, it it it's been so long, and you know, it's never happened. Yeah, it's 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 never (laughs) happened. You're right, and. They get Big Baselli, and then, you know, of course, people also want to see Fred Taylor in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a different conversation. But just to have Tony Baselli in there, you know, basically the first face of the franchise, the first player of the franchise who got drafted. So. Mm And you know he made it. Tony Baselli made his name for great games that he had against you know uh, Bruce Smith and those guys and a, f- a few other names. But to see him get in, D, it was it's it's very exciting for the Jaguars to finally knock that door down and get into uh into the Hall of Fame. Happy for Tony Baselli. Uh, hope we can continue to see other guys get in as yep. well from the Jaguars that needs to be in there.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, to be real with you, Baselli probably should have been the first. He mm-hmm. should have been the first Jaguar entered into the Hall of Fame. Stellar career at his position. And he was dealing with guys, you know, uh, in their prime. And he was making a name for being one of the best uh, left tackles in all of football. I mean, you look at the size of the man and how he was able to protect Brunel uh, throughout the years and have a pretty healthy, long career in the NFL as an offensive lineman going on and playing for. The Houston Texans after his time was uh Jacksonville was over. But I'm happy to see Big Biselli in. But I also want to and need to see Fred Taylor in. Um, I don't understand what the holdup is. I I really don't. I really don't understand why Freddie T is not being put into this Hall of Fame. Now I get it. You know, Freddie T may be considered an old school tight back or grinded out, grinded out back. I resent that notion. Freddie T was out here. Making big runs, making big plays, power, strength. He wasn't the fastest, but he was fast. Mm-hmm. Like Freddie T deserves to be here. Look at his numbers. He he had to go on air and say it himself. I don't he didn't even want to do it. But it's just disrespectful certain guys getting in the hall before him. So I hope he gets the opportunity to hear his name into the Pro Football Hall of Fame because I believe he deserves to be there. So uh but shout out to Big Basella man for getting in. It's a great moment. Hopefully the city of Jacksonville represents down at the Hall of Fame uh, in a few months to uh see and hear Big Baselli give his Hall of Fame speech. Just a great, great moment. The city finally got him one, and it's Tony Baselli. All right, so the State of the Union, man, we're gonna go ahead and get into uh, a voice note. I got about four or five voice notes that we're gonna play, and these are from the fans. These are from the supporters. These are from the people who are locked in to the Jaguar news, man, the coaching staff, uh, the draft picks. This They are Jaguars. They are Jaguars. So we're going to go ahead and hit one off off the rip. I think overall, man, I think it's one of the things we're going to see. Doug Peterson seems to be all right. How I don't know much about him, to be honest with you. I don't even follow him as much. I just want to see productivity, man. From day one, like no waiting. Nobody get a fair shake no more. I'm tired of waiting. We need. I'm a microwave baby this this time. I think that's just where I'm at, bro. I'm tired. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> tired of losing. Tired of starting over. Just tired. So those are my thoughts, man. Shout out to Tay, bro. Like, <laughs> my dog sound hurt. Yeah, he do. He do. He do. Dang, man. My dog sound really, really hurt. Yeah, my uh, cousin told me Tay was like, man, I'm tired to talk about these Jacks, man. <laughs> <laughs> So that was probably tough for him to do, man. Man, well, we we, we appreciate you, bro. We appreciate you, bro, for real. I definitely because I haven't listened to any of the voice notes, yeah. So I'm hearing them live on air, man, and and Lee, man, and, and I ain't never heard Tate like that. You know, I I know Tate personally, and uh, you know, he got a great energy about himself, but man, yeah, that was tough to hear, and that's just mm-hmm. what the Die city Hard jaguar fan. Yeah, this, this is what the city. You know, is experiencing man on a on a on a yearly basis. Man, this is what the city is experiencing, man. And for diehard fans, are just kind of not getting excited about nothing. They just want productivity. Mm. That's what we at. That means they done been through a lot, yep. and this city has definitely, definitely been through a lot. Okay, so we're gonna go ahead and get Freddie Bricks uh, on the line, man. Freddie Bricks has been waiting. He has been anxious. My man asked to be the opener of the show mm, so he could get this off. We're going to call the illustrious and great Freddie Bricks into the sports desk. And boy, buckle up. Buckle up. Fred, don't do this to us. Yo yo yo, Freddie Bricks. What's goody? What's goody? How you doing, sir? I'm doing swell. Well, I got black in here with me, <laughs> Fred. Today. What's
2: happening, my but, boy? What's good to hear your voice? I I know, man. <laughs> good
3: to hear your voice, man.
0: <laughs> now listen here, sir. Okay. This is a show that the people love. Hmm. Do not put us in a situation where we are banned from iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Bandcamp, or anywhere else. Let's say Bandcamp. Or anywhere else people can listen to this show. Because people, Freddie Briggs has been waiting for the State of the Union of the Jacksonville Jaguars, we've had Fred yes, on for sir. probably four straight weeks now. <laughs> and my man, my man has made it quite clear that he's going to need some time. <laughs> to really get this thing out So Fred, I'm not going to hold you, bro mm-hmm. You know what this mm-hmm. is This is the State of Union of the Jaguars Brand new coach Brand new coaching staff mm-hmm. Once yeah. again, man The Jaguars are starting over, man Once yeah. again So yeah. Fred, yeah. the floor is yours mm-hmm. Where are you today After all of the, 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 the disdain That the Jaguars mm-hmm. have been through Since the Urban Meyer fire
3: uh, and I want to say, I know we got it. It's a lot of, you know what I'm saying, opinions and stuff coming in the show. So I'm, I'm going to make it quick as I can. Do if we not hired this coach, it was going to be a probably 30 minute to 45 minute, maybe an hour. Sheesh. I would just need to myself a bonus hour. You ain't got to put it on this one. You just a bonus Sheesh. hour of just me going. But um, yes, we're back here a year again after the hopeful Urban Meyer signing, which didn't work out. Because what I found out, he wasn't even connected to none of the play calling. They basically just put him in the coaching thing and was like, hey, hire a coaching staff. And he trusted, I don't even know, I forgot these guys' names already. But he trusted these coordinators that would will never hear from again. Never. You'll never hear from nobody who coached for the Jaguars last year again in the NFL in a prominent position. They're going to be running backs, coach, and assistant <laughs> D-line coaches. Let me start off with that. So that's what was head coach. That's what we brought in last year to lead the team. Right. So I'm like, okay, Charcot, made a great hire. You know, Urban Meyer, one of the best coaches of all time on a college ranks. How could this go bad? What I didn't realize is we had a jackass as the owner. Now, before I continue, I just want to say this. Um, to a couple of the fans, because there, there's going to be some people that need to skip this part. So if you are one of those fans who watched the Jaguars re-sign Blake Bortles and justified it after they uh, cut Jalen Ramsey in favor of nine-year-old, chip off the old block Thomas Winston Coughlin, you need to skip this fucking part right here. You understand? If you're one of those people who watched that fire our coach and said, instead of bringing new energy in the building, instead of getting new, let's uh, put Douglas Charles Marone as the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And let's see what we can shake out. Let's see what can happen. So if you if you ain't say nothing when all this shit was happening, skip this part because you're not even going to understand what I'm about to say. You understand me? First of all, I found out this offseason that not only do we have the dumbest owner in the league. Well, yeah, we got the dumbest owner in the league and he's a jackass. This man doesn't like cleaning the building. He doesn't like hiring new people. I understand people say, oh, he's a billionaire. He's smart. He's a billionaire on bumpers. We're talking about the National Football League. This man should be stripped of his team. He should pay the debt. To, he should pay when we were to give him the $800 million back and <laughs> sell it to somebody else. So let's start off there. You understand me? We have a jackass is the owner. Jacksonville fans, listening to this, I need you to understand that first before we get into how great of a coach Doug Peterson is. Our owner is a jackass. Okay. Jeez. So mm. the end of the, the end of the year comes, and it's like, hey, everybody that has the brain knows we need to get rid of um, what's this guy's name, Trent Baalke, or whatever. You want to know why you need to get rid of Trent Baalke? Because he's sixty and sixty-eight. Over the last 10 years. That's why. Jesus. I'm not speaking out of emotion. I'm speaking out of, I'm not a jackass and I'm not dumb. I have (laughs) eyes and ears and you can see it. So Sean Conn goes into the offseason and says, you know what? I'm going to trust my gut on this one. Jags fans, you have to understand we have a guy that is leading this organization we have Jim Carrey from Dumb and Dumber making, like, <laughs> <laughs> important decisions over this team, and it's frustrating. So I just need to get that out first. I, I, I had to get that out first. Now let's get to this culture, surf, uh, culture search. Everybody knows, okay, you should have brought left uh, Leftwich in. Leftwich came in and said, hey, I want my own GM. What did the Jags say? I don't even come with all them black people in the front office. I'm going to take you, but you got to <laughs> work with Trout He didn't want to do that. You know he didn't want to ban for Brian which That's cool. So what does this jackass do? He goes interview a bunch of coaches that nobody else was interviewing.
1: Mm,
3: what's mm. my guy that came? What's my guy who went from the tech that destroyed the Texans? And um, uh, it came to uh, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. This man came out and said, "Bill O'Brien is the lead head candidate for the Jacksonville Jaguars." Yeah, it wasn't lying. He was going to hire this man. Yeah. You understand, so I need Jackson to understand the jackassery that we are under. <laughs> I don't want any of my comments from Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence and the future of the Jacksonville Jaguars to reflect that I'm hopeful that we are going to sustain winning in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. My only hope for these Jacksonville Jaguars is they just give me a Super Bowl ring so I can be done with these fools. As soon as I get my, as soon as I get a ring or something close to it, I can I can leave peacefully. I say, you know what? I put all these years in being a fan. You gave me my reward. I know this gonna fall apart soon as whatever Peterson leave, and a Bucky might be the next head coach. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But that's all I ask for the Jags. Just give me my one ring so I can leave, ready to leave. All right. So um, now, they, they back their way up into a great hire. You know what I'm saying? Which is crazy. It's like they went around the world, almost messed this thing up bad. And it's like Doug Pino was just sitting at the house and was like, you know what? I'd rather take the first pick and Trevor Lawrence. You know what I'm saying? I won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. I, yeah, I'll work with Trambalki. You know what I mean? Eh, you know, it's cool. So I'm glad we have somebody smart in the building. Um, I, I think, man... Oof, I said this last year, but it, it, what makes me comfortable with Doug Peterson is he has a whole coaching staff just around Trevor Lawrence. This he boy is, got a, a, a passing coordinator, uh, <coughs> you know, and, and he got coordinators for he the coordinators, everything. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it just it disappointed me when I seen that to see what Urban Meyer <laughs> sur- uh, surrounded with him last year. It was nothing, nothing, basically. You know what I'm saying? Like he surrounded this guy with nothing, and he still got out there damn gave you about- 3,500 yards. You know what I'm saying? Like he beat the Colts at the end of the year. For That boy to have nothing. He did great toward uh, the end of the year. Right. Or at least the last game or whatever. Um, So moving forward, man, I think, man, the potential in Jacksonville is great. Like I was telling people, the only reason I got back in the game with these Jaguars is because they got Trevor Lawrence. I'm not an idiot. I'm not nobody that's going to see his rookie year and say, oh, we don't know if he'll be able to do it. If you're one of those guys, don't talk to me about football, bro. Like just don't. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, you can't watch Trevor Lawrence and say, okay, he just needs, like, smart people around him so he can play the position. Like, Joe Burrow has smart people around him. Matthew Stafford has smart people around Everybody who was in the playoffs, deep in the playoffs, had smart minds around them. Right. Andy Reid, being enemy. me, like, look at these teams and look at the men around them. They have brilliant minds around them. So this gives Trevor Lawrence the chance to have a brilliant mind around him to open up those plays to not get out there in I formation. Mm. I mean it's, it's, it's terrible with triple that wing with subject too. Mm. Yeah, the triple wing T. They a triple wing T like <laughs> this, this such a shit organization. Man, I'm bro like it's, <sighs> Like they, Zags pull me in every year because yeah. I, I wish they would have hired Bill O'Brien because I would have been r- r- hoping they traded the Trevor and I could be done with the damn franchise. <laughs> but they keep pulling me in with these hopeful little, you know. You don't know I was out until the Jets lost that game. Sure, as the Jets lost, that game? I was like, oh my lord, they really finna get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, you know, and somehow we almost messed that up. So I can't, I can sit up here and say that these boys gonna be good, even. It might fall apart even with Peterson. You know what I'm saying? Like, he may, the the year he took off the game, he may come back rusty. Who knows, bro? Like, who knows? But in my opinion, anything below nine wins next year is a failure. You understand? I know the regular Jags fans, are t- oh, five, six wins. Oh, we're improving. We're kidding there. Nah, bro. I'm, look at the other quarterbacks in this division. You understand? Mm-hmm. Look at the coaches in this division. The Jaguars need to be winning nine to ten games next year. Yeah. I don't want to hear Ryan Tannehill oh coming to Jacksonville and beating Trevor Lawrence no more. Oh I'm not God. trying to hear it. Get what you need to beat the fucking Titans, and let's move <laughs> forward with being a good football team with this young quarterback. Yeah. the highest-graded quarterback ever to come out of college, <laughs> you're know, about to fucking ruin it. God damn it. Boy, I hate these niggas. Boy, I, that. I mean, they are frustrating. The Jags are frustrating. Yeah. And it's, this owner, man, that jackass, man. Like, I can't yeah. believe somebody this rich is this dumb. Right. The, the, the misconception of rich people is they think rich people are brilliant. Rich people are not brilliant. Right. The Cowboys is just like most of these owners, they, it was handed to them. From generation down to generation, these are not smart people because right. they have money. Stop it! Because he know how to sell bumpers. He's like, no, we see that he doesn't know how to run an organization. Right? Does he know how to sell bumpers. He did a- He became a billionaire off of it. You damn right, he can sell a bumper. Guess right. why? Because everybody needs bumpers.
0: Everybody needs bumpers. That's why. Wow. Well, this is Fred. Take Fred, please take one minute to recover, because I mean I just want to kind of kind of jump back to a couple of things that you said, and and and, and, and this is why we gotta have people like Freddie Bricks on this show because it's raw, it's unfair. This is a true fan. This is not somebody who's sitting down somewhere and calculating. Hey guys, we're gonna be better next year. No, nah, this this is not what this is. This is year Bro. after year after year of failure. The Jaguars teased this organization by getting to a AFC Championship game. An AFC yeah. Championship game was six years ago. Yeah, an AFC title game. Yeah, and the fans didn't believe that they would ever get back. <laughs> the fans never <laughs> believed it. They felt like this was just a shot <laughs> in the dark. We struck lucky with a hot defense. Look at all these players that we got, but there's no way Doug Moreau and Blake Borders is going to take us back. No way. So instead no of the way. Jaguars letting Blake finish out his contract, they rewarded him. hmm yep. And then I went today, Black and Fred. I said, let me go look at Blake's stats compared to the other top 10 stats that year. <laughs> this man was 26. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't going to lie to y'all, for a while, I thought he had like a top 10 year that year. He didn't. Nah He nah. had the six good- rank yeah. QBR Thanks to Pro Football Focus <laughs> <laughs> So so, I, I, My friend my, When you hear the beginning of the show We got Tay on here Tay had a voice note and, <laughs> and I just want you to listen You know Tay pretty well I want yeah. you to listen to the pain <laughs> That Tay was giving off in his voice note, man So Fred, let's go ahead and transition, man Doug Peterson He's in the Mm -hmm. building He has a solid coaching staff Trevor seems to really love Doug And they seem like they're Uh hitting it off pretty well And doesn't it feel And I know we felt this way before Mm. But doesn't it feel a little bit different this time? You got Trevor Lawrence, and you got a brilliant football mind who's coaching. You don't got a guy that was coaching out here back in the 1960s running the wing tee. You got a guy who came (laughs) under the Andy Reid tree. Yeah. The Andy Mm -hmm. Reid tree. And Andy Reid's tree is the longest tree in the NFL right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doug Peterson has a ring and won it with Nicholas
2: Foles.
0: Yeah. With Foles. Who
2: the Jag was went and got the next year because he won that Super
0: Bowl. For a hundred million dollars. <laughs> 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 let's not forget that part. So Fred, let's how do you not, feel No,
3: no, no. Right there. Let's not forget that a bunch of Jags fans that I hope is listening to this. They are. We signed Nick Foles and you justified it. Mm-hmm. You understand? We signed Toby Gerhardt and you justified it. Toby
0: Gerhardt, I forgot you about justifi- that. <laughs>
3: Oh. Bro, we justify <gasps> bullshit. <gasps> but when it's time for Jalen Ramsey to get his money, mm. you side with 90-year-old Tom Coughlin, who is on his way out of the door anyway. Like, where's the hope? Where's the hope? But Man. I understand Jalen Ramsey have the best Super Bowl, but do not get it messed up. He was the number one ranked corner this year and on the same PSF stats. <laughs> you need to get and, and still imagine is. how hard it is for Jalen Ramsey to be on the island every. This man is only—he's the only one do, really doing this like that. saying, let me just get the receiver one on one. Like, don't give me no help. You understand? So I understand. He was trying to. T- I, I get it. I'm not even going to shit on Jalen at that point. But these fans on a trip—you justified though. He was crying. He need to get out of here. He need to. Get out of oh You're yeah, losers. that's a joke. Oh, that's a joke. You're losers, fan base. You've been a loser for so long. You don't. You you won one time and you hated it. You went to the championship. Right. You hated it, right? What is this? Right, An AFC Championship. What
0: right. is this? Right. Oh my lord! Right. You trying to justify Gardner you being the future? Yes, bro. Yes. Don't Ta- talk, talk about to it, me, friend. bro. Talk don't about talk. it. Jack said, Do not talk to me, bro. Man, that just saying oh, that yeah, sentence, Gardner Minshew, you. the future. <laughs>
3: Damn, man. Now look around look the team, league.
0: You got Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> you got you had Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, great quarterbacks mm-hmm. that are real futures, and yeah. people down here in this city actually sat down on live TV, like Dan Hicken, <laughs> and said Gardner Minshew has talent. And could mm-hmm. be the future of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
3: <laughs> mm, mm,
0: mm. <laughs> Just think about it. Terrible, that.
3: man. Look Terrible. at, at Joe
0: Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, <laughs> Lamar Jackson. L- listen to the names that I'm naming. <laughs> Did someone really this. had the nerves to say this?
3: A clown show, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a clown show. So, Fred, I think we passed on Deshaun Watson. He was sitting there like, this is simple fit Hey, Fred, got. We see Lamar Jackson, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, and Watson play in college. True he passer went winners. first, bro. Heisman winners. Yeah. And this, like, like we, we, like, what are we doing? And I know that the Bears, but they jackasses too. I'm just trying to show you, like, we ain't the only jackasses in the NFL. It's other ones around. Absolutely. They thought they watched. They watched watched Watson play his whole college career. They watched and and chose Mitchell Trubisky. And then the dad say, "You know what? We pretty good at quarterback. (laughs) We don't need him either." And somebody, you know what? We pretty say that quarterback. Why do we pass on Dalvin Cook? We should have got Dalvin <clears> Cook <throat> and Watson in, in one draft. Because
2: we, we wanted we wanted Leonard Fournette. We didn't want Dalvin
0: Cook. At four, <coughs> He's drafted an overweight running back at four. Who did you know, his prime until he got with the Buck? And you know what? You half of the names you just named, they all got Super Bowl rings. Oh, that's okay, right. <laughs> that's the part that that's the part that makes it reality. Mm-hmm. When you sit down to yourself at night, it said, wow, <laughs> Leonard Fournette, Super Bowl champion. champion. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, champion. Super Bowl champion. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, it's Fred, sad. how do you feel? Oh, Black got a question for you, Fred. Fred,
2: this, is, up, this is the thing. All and, and I agree with you totally when you talk about Trent Boalke. Um and uh, what's the only name? I forget his Shard name. Rashad Khan. Shard Khan. Shard Khan. This, is the th- this is the thing that I discussed with D. <laughs> I'm looking at this thing. And tell me if I'm wrong, Fred. I'm looking at this thing like, man, all these past years, we the when we fired a coach, we hired a coach in-house and promoted yep. somebody, promoted a jackass from offensive line coach to the head coach. <laughs> or we yep. hired a coach. Uh, a couple of days right after the season was was over, and then he was one a uh, a uh, uh, one and done. Yep. and like I told D, the only coach that I could give respect on this on for the Jacksonville Jaguars. What's um, what was that? who who we talked about, D? Well, uh, not Tom, not call was Tom Coughlin uh, and, then, Del and then Jack Del Rio because of the amazing job. J- Jack Del Rio doesn't get enough respect for the amazing job he did here in Jacksonville. He did, he did a good job, he did, he did he a on really good job here, but p- yeah. after Jack Del Rio asses, yeah, Terrible. jokes. So, Terrible. I'm my friend, my way of thinking is did shot con do it the wrong way? Did he do it the right way this time with taking his time and really seeing what's to offer? Did he want to take a chance on another first-year head coach and giving him Mm -hmm. everything that he wanted? What he just gave Urban Meyer, everything he wanted, Mm first-year head coach from college at that. Yeah.
3: Then
2: we turned back around and he was like, I I can't afford to give another first-year head coach the keys Mm -hmm. to this building. So Mm -hmm. you interview interview, uh, Doug Peterson, who who was who an was, uh, option last year until he said, no, I'm going to take the year off, so we got left with Urban Meyer. Yeah. yeah. So we we um, interviewed Doug Patterson, Peterson first, and then we come mm-hmm. back to him. Do you believe yeah. that Sean Khan really took his time and tried to get this no. thing right, or do you think no, th- they th- just think was at a, a loss this
3: year? Uh, no, I'm not even close. I think he's a jackass. I, I, I think he's 100% a jackass. That's, that's 100% what I thought happened because if Peterson full disclosure you can rewind on this show and you can hear me say hey my first choice is Doug Peterson Mm -hmm. if if, if you interview this man and he said hey I'm, I'm ready for the job go ahead and hire him I love the Brian Leftwich idea, but even I was on the same stuff. Like, uh, you know what? This going to be a first-time head coach. If you can't get Peterson, cool. Go get go get Leftwich. Leftwich was my second. And the only reason I wanted Peterson because I didn't want to put Leftwich in that fire. Mm. Leftwich was. I don't. I'm not sure if he would have succeeded in Jacksonville. And you know the thing with blackhead coaches, you only get one shot. Yeah. And and I love Leftwich, and I didn't want his one shot to be under this terrible owner with Trent Baalke. You bring a guy like Doug Peterson in. He's He can bypass all that. He's won championships. He know how to put his staff together. Like it, he, bulky, it won't be a problem. You know what I mean? So I don't think Khan I don't think Peterson was the hire. I think Khan got lucky that he has the first overall pick. I think Khan got lucky that he had the first overall pick last year. And it just sets up for a guy like Peterson sitting on the sideline like, man, I want the Super Bowl with Nick Foles, bro. I'll wait. You know what I'm saying? I'll wait on y'all. What y'all, y'all going to do? All right, Jags, I don't want to Cool. Right, wait. i wait. I feel like Doug Peterson was just in that. Like, they hire me, cool, and they don't. Because Leftwich was the guy. Like, they was at the table with the contract on the table, and Leftwich sprung upon them. Hey, I don't really want, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I ain't really feeling Trent bulky like that. And that's what made Khan back. So they really just, like... Jackass their way into Doug Peterson. Got you. You know what okay. I'm saying? Which I'm happy for, but no, I, I'm not giving this credit to Sean Conn of waiting out the process. They got they had first dibs at the table. They did. Yep. They did. Yep. And that's my and thing. Everybody, everybody my got
2: thing. hired, and they and they interview and, and, and if Doug really was the guy, they interviewed him first. Why didn't they offer him the job the first the first time they interviewed him? If he really was right. the guy.
0: Yeah. Right, right. yeah, so I mean We'll see man, I mean we're on a wait and see Basis now, I mean Fred as mm. emotional As you are, you represent A probably small group Of reality check Jaguar fans You right, know, of right. course Should you have hope? Of course you should You should, but this organization <laughs> is Like none other, the Cleveland Browns
3: Right Have right, been to the playoffs
0: right. Consecutively They have won 11 <laughs> games The Cleveland Browns have ascended right. to gain respect <laughs> in football. The Tennessee all the drug teams in the the Houston, Texas They ain't always been there. Sorry now. Nah. The Texas been prominent. Yeah, yeah. So, so the it's like the Jags are the only team.
1: Mm-hmm. The 49ers
0: <laughs> have rose from the dead. The Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> yeah, in the Super was Bowl. Was in this year's Super Bowl. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Aaron, Do- uh, Aaron Donald sack away from winning. A sack away. Aaron mm-hmm. Donald, a sack away from J- uh, Jamal Chase scoring the to winning touchdown. Right, right. But you got Jacksonville trying right. to get their chop, trying to get their right. chance, and we're just gonna see what happens. Fred, any last remarks, man? Because we're gonna get Rashad in on the line. We're gonna talk to some other Jaguar fans. Any yeah, final I can't remarks, wait man? To hear what says, oh man! man. <laughs> and I
3: just want to say to Jags faithful, man, this listen. We'll we'll see as the season go on. Like I'm trying to regain that. You know, that confidence. But it's, I'm just at a point with them where I just have to wait and see. Like, I just never come out of my mouth again and be like, the Jags are going to be good. Even though everything's lined up for them to be good next year, it's just hard for me to to, to see Khan say, you know what? I'm going to keep this GM. I mean, the GM is such an important part of a front yeah, office. Man. And for him to say, I'm going to keep the worst one in the league because I don't want to change. It's scary. You it know, is. but I'm it hoping Doug, I'm hoping like Doug Peterson can just by plat. I just hope he
0: coming in the building I'm like, man, I ain't seeing none of that shit, man. Right, that's how else? he Ooh. act though. Like when you see yeah. Doug talk and you see his interviews, he really mm-hmm. don't care about Trent Balky He don't. Yeah. But look,
3: yeah. but
2: and, but look at it. Look what he had to deal with in the fiddler. He had to deal with one of the most
0: functional of the, the front offices.
2: Is, exactly. And, and, yeah. of and now you telling him about yeah. a GM and Trent Balky He was like, Man, I didn't dealt with this crap and some. Right. You know yeah. Yeah, so it kind of gives you hope that he could put Trent Belkey in the back And just focus on I really believe, Doug, when he say, man I'm focusing on football I don't care about what the Jags did in the past with the losing yeah. The time is now The time is yeah. now And we and the reason why it gives me hope Look, Like you said when you started talking, Fred Look at what he's putting around Trevor Trevor, yeah, Trevor has coaches. Four, four coaches that he can work with by himself
3: The coaches yeah. He has yeah. four right. The coaches Yeah
2: that's what makes you better.
3: Yeah, yeah. Put
2: great offenses, of, offensive minds around this young quarterback that we know got the talent. Right,
0: right, right, right. Great. Yeah, for great. sure. For sure. I totally agree. Well, Fred, this is not the last time we will be speaking about this. Hopefully, the next <laughs> time we have a State of the Union, it'll be on a more pleasant basis. Hopefully I really hope so. Things will be on the up and up. Of course, we're getting ready to get into free agency in March. You got the draft in April. And then, of yeah. course, the season uh, is coming back around um, uh, in September. So, um, we'll see what happens, man. Um, like I said. Uh, uh, qu-
3: one thing I do want to say, the sure. question I wanted y'all to ask uh, Shaw was as far as free agency uh, is concerned, because he's a little bit more tapped in. Right. Um, like, just on the, you know, the insides and stuff like that. Like, who, like what is he hearing? Like, who? What will fit the team the best, and where should we go with the draft? Like, I definitely want to hear. Yeah, 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 no doubt. You know, what I'm saying? those questions.
0: No doubt. Well, Fred, it's always an absolute pleasure, <laughs> sir. I mean, the yes, first thirty-four minutes, it. the first thirty-four minutes of this uh, State of the <laughs> Union of the Jacksonville Jaguars are probably top five. <laughs> probably. Top, I cannot. I'm gonna mix this thing so fast <laughs> and, press, <laughs> and press play, press play, press play on this thing. So I can hear this, man. So, hey, we appreciate you, bro. And, of course, you know we'll definitely stay uh, in close contact with you as this thing develops.
3: All right, for sure. Appreciate y'all, man.
0: All, all right, right Fred. Fred.
3: All right, please.
0: Man, Freddie Bricks, Classic.
2: Man. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Man, 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 you man, You talking about man, top man. five, that might be a top two, my boy. <laughs> man, Fred, uh... <laughs> Golly, man! It's just—it's just good stuff.
3: Is it? It is, it's but raw. it's the truth, though. Yeah, it's raw emotion. It's the truth. It's, it's the raw truth. emotion,
0: man. So we're going to play. <laughs> we're going to play another clip. All right, we're going to play another clip. Let's see what we got here. Um, yeah, let's play another clip. This is the first time to the show. Shout out to my boy Julio Juan <laughs> <laughs> Garcia. Yeah,
4: real quick, I just want to touch on you know what the Jags are doing here in free agency. I think we need to re-sign Cam, draft mm. one of the tackles, move them inside to left uh, guard. Um, and on the right side, grab somebody maybe in free agency, but we still got Walker Little, so we don't know what's going on with that, what he's going to do. And as far as like, receiving goes, I think we need to bring back Chark. Chark's a big guy, 6'4". He runs a four four. I know he didn't he hasn't really produced his four years but i think he's still a good player and i think you need to bring back good players and you know just keep building through the draft all mm.
0: right so julio give us some insight <clears throat> and some insight of what the jags need to do with their personnel um he's a fan of keeping cam robinson how you feel about that
2: d i don't know man I cam has been here almost Five years, yep. if, if, if a fifth year would be with the tag you got yep. last year, right? Yep. So, and what type of production have we gotten out of Cam? Have we gotten some good production out of Cam in those five years? Have we got, um, have we got Pro Bowl worthy production from 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 Cam Robinson? No, we haven't. I don't feel like we have. D and you have a ch- you have a chance in this draft to. Solidify that. I think you. I think you allow Cam to test the waters this year and see what you can do. You literally have, you know, really good offense alignment in this draft. Top tier offense alignment in this draft this year. And uh, Doug Doug Peterson has came out already and said you have to build. You have to build the trenches up, and that's true. While his time in Philly, he had three poor three pro bowlers on on that team on the offensive line. So. For me, I feel like you need to get the best offensive line available. Would I be mad if you go defense or trade out of the first pick? No, I wouldn't because we also... The Jacksonville Jaguars needs a, need a lot of things. But first and foremost, for me, I believe that you let Cam Wall contest the waters and bring in the best, just as they're saying, the best offensive lineman in this draft, the best player in this draft, and Evan Neal to To protect to protect uh Trevor's blind side and that's what you need. We don't know if we resign Cam. We don't know what we're going to get. We don't know if we're going to get pro bowl worthy, uh, play from Cam Robinson. So D,
0: I'm with the Jaguars drafting the offensive lineman this year. Yeah, so am I. So am I. I think Cam's had enough time. And where I'm at with it, man. look, I think the city has to have to lock in on what you have with number sixteen. Yes, and I don't think they really realized that because we, we ain't had nothing like 16. Exactly, so you haven't had <laughs> nothing to get used to. Go back and watch some film when he was at Clemson. Even go back and watch the final two games of the year. He mm-hmm. really started to sprout, and you really seeing some offense, you know, really start to happen, rolling Trevor out right, rolling him out left, getting some balls down the field, allowing him to take a three-step drop instead of a five-step drop. Like, I, you got to, man, I'm, when it comes to sports... Me and Black are nerds. So I always watch the mechanics, man. And Trevor was whipping that thing, bro. And what Doug Peterson is going to bring, he's going to bring the opportunity for Trevor to develop. Mm-hmm. To develop. True coaches around this man 24-7 to help spread his mind, help him see the game uh in a different way. The game will become slower for Trevor instead of how fast it is for a rookie. Trevor had a decent rookie season, but there were points in the season where it wasn't there was nothing Trevor could do. You lose Shark. You lose everything. And Trevor just out there just trying not to get hurt. You lose James Robinson. Your head coach gets fired. Like scandal after scandal. This is what the Blue-Eyed Angel was dealing with. Mm-hmm. So now you somewhat clean house, but you keep Trent bulky. But now you're bringing in a guy. I just love his energy. Yeah, And to be real, Urban never gave positive energy. Even when he was hired. Mm-hmm. Go back and watch the press conference. It was real, you know. It seemed like Urban Meyer took the Jaguars job because you just couldn't turn it down. Mm. What Shot Khan was giving him, the number one pick in Trevor Lawrence, to finally get the chance to coach in the NFL, it looked like it was an opportunity that Urban Meyer just couldn't say no if he wanted to. That's what it feels like now. Mm. Of course, you couldn't see that when he got hired. But now we're in a situation, man, where you got a guy who seems like he's going to love the process. He's going to connect with his players and he has one of the most talented quarterbacks ever to come to the NFL fresh out of college in Trevor Lawrence. So, we'll, you know, we'll wait and see, but I'm in favor of getting new tackles. <laughs> That's what I think the Jaguars should focus on in the draft. All right, man. So we're going to play another voice note Then we're going to continue on with the show. Let's go ahead and see what my man JD got to say.
4: What up D what up black? Uh, big shout out to the pod, man. Y'all boys keep doing your things. Uh, I just wanted to give my take on, um, the whole state of the Jaguars right now. Um, Doug Peterson, you know, the new head coach. Uh, I do like the hire, although I wanted Jim Caldwell or, uh, Byron Leftwich were my top two guys, but then when we got Peterson, you know, it kind of raised my eyebrow a little bit, um, I like, you know, he's from the Andy Reid tree, I like that he won the Super Bowl very quickly with the Eagles, uh, I was concerned of why he got released so soon with the Eagles, but, uh, I heard, uh, uh, T. Wig from 1010XL say, you know, uh, I think that he wasn't sold on Carson Wentz, and, um, and I don't think the Eagles like the direction he was going. And then they wind up <laughs> getting rid of Wentz, you know. So so maybe he was on to something there. We'll, uh, we'll see on that. Um, I do like Mike Caldwell, the Mike Caldwell hire being from the Todd Bowles tree. Uh, he said he wants to be aggressive and attack the quarterback. And, of course, that sounds good. But um, I, I'm on a wait and see on that. But, uh, you know, in the draft, I think we need to go get Evan Neal, man. He's the best offensive lineman on the board. Um, I think we need to address that and go after him. And we need to address uh the receiver room, the tight end room, of course, linebackers. You know, Mike Caldwell being a linebacker. He, we need we need some uh aggressive linebackers like we used to have, man. Miles Jack been by itself for some years now, since Telvin Smith has been gone. Mm. So uh yeah, that's that's my take on the state of the Jags right now, man. And uh go Jags.
0: <laughs> shout out to the homie man, JD, man. Yeah, man. Shout shout out to JD, appreciate man. that, man. That was some good That was a good uh Breakdown mm-hmm. from J.D. So let's stick right there, Black. Okay. The future of the Jaguars with the upcoming NFL draft. We don't necessarily have to talk names, but one name I think you'd agree with, that I agree with, that J.D. just spoke on, is getting Evan Neal in here. Yeah. You have to lock down this offensive line. Mm-hmm. It is tempting to look at, you know, defensive ends and, you know, other players who have special talents. But look, if you can't protect your asset, which is your number one pick quarterback, you can't do anything. You can't. So, Black, what's the most important group? Outside of offensive line, because I think we can agree that we got to get that offensive line tight. Mm-hmm. What area should the Jaguars focus to attack in the draft?
2: Well, um, outside of mm-hmm. offensive line, like JD just said, it has to be the receiver room. Look, uh man, I love DJ Chark. I love him, but he's another one. He's been here four years. He's mm-hmm. been here four years. I don't know how you attack. The receiver room? Do you do you bring in some uh, a fresh face from the draft, or do you hit in free agency with with uh, some people? And in free agency, the ride receiver depth is is big this year. It's a lot of names out there in free agency that you can go get as a ride receiver to come to Jacksonville. And in in my way of thinking, D, I believe this year having Doug Peterson and being the guy that he is is respected as he, as he is, and we've talked about this. He's going to be able to lure some players this way this season. I feel like he 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 can. If he if he didn't, I would be shocked. But you have to you you have to keep addressing. You have to build up. So receiver has to be the the next thing after offensive lineman. It has to be. You have to get some up and coming talent. And it was a lot of it in college football this year. If you look at this draft and you see some of the best players this year, it's either offensive linemen. Or receiver heavy in this draft this year. Yeah, you have some good defensive players here and there, Thibodeau, Hitchens. But do we want do we want to do we want to do that? No, we don't want to do that. We need to get talent around Trevor Lawrence. We need to protect Trevor Lawrence. Jacksonville Jaguars have never had problems with the defense. Mm mm. I'm pretty sure Jacksonville Jaguars fans could agree, and you could agree too, D. Jacksonville Jaguars have never had problems with their defense. No. You know why the, the, the defense looks so bad? Because the offense does nothing.
0: Can't stay on the field. Our defense held one of the highest scoring teams to six points this year. Six points! Impressive.
2: And we scored nine, and the defense won that game for us. Yeah. The defense scored, Won that game for us Undoubtedly So Defense is a question In my opinion I think you go Offense On the offensive side Of the ball And just load this thing up Yes You have 12 picks If you want to get a, a, a free safety A strong safety late a linebacker Do that A linebacker late Do that These first half The first half of these picks Need to be offense Get Evan Neal Then get the Get the best receiver on the board in the second round with your very first pick in the second round. Get the best receiver available and then turn right back around and get another offensive lineman just to build depth. If you're not going to bring back Cam, if you're not going to bring back um, Norwell, some of those guys who are free agents this year. Because these guys have had their time and they got paid good money. Good money. Now that it's it's over, if you're not producing it's over. And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Doug at this point is doing his homework to see what what we can do and what how he wants his offensive line to look and how he what talent he wants to put around Trevor. This one thing I know about Trevor Lawrence, we when he was at Clemson, Trevor had protection and he had talent everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. That's what you have to put around him. To have Trevor Trevor Lawrence look as great as we know he is, D. And we know he's a great quarterback. But we need the talent. This is the year to get the talent to put around him. Defense is not a problem. If we had an offense that was producing, our defense would be just fine. Shoot, they might even be top five in the league if our offense was producing something. Yeah, that's fact. I could go for that for sure. So for me, D., I'm going offense in this draft. I think it it, it has
0: to be like you said, offensive line and of receiver this year, heavy in this draft. Uh, I, I agree with you. I just think this needs to be a offensive driven draft. Now I get it, man. You don't have the you don't have the deepest pool of talent at wide receiver coming out this year. You don't have the deepest pool of tight ends coming out, but you got enough. It's enough of them out there mm-hmm. to make a difference. And you get a valuable weapon back in uh, Travis Ntn. Having Ntn back is going to be pay dividends for Trevor Lawrence and his Jaguars offense. I think you sew up that offensive line. You get some speed on the outside. You get some big, a big tight end who can stretch the field. And you go from there. If you get Like Black said, if you can get you a safety, you can get you a couple linebackers late in the draft. Perfect. Perfect. Great. And I think that needs to be the same energy as you go into free agency. Offensive line and wide receiver. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to do. There is talent that's going to be out there. And Black was talking right before we uh press record. Hell, the <laughs> Green Bay Packers say Devontae Adams can go test that market. Excuse me, Sean Khan, uh Doug Peterson. What you need to do mm. to get that man? I don't care if it's the two-year deal. <laughs> get him down here. Calvin Ridley could be up. When you get him from Atlanta, he he could be up. You could get a trade for him and get him down here. Chris Godwin. Godwin. There's a lot of talent out there, man. And you got to think that with the new direction, Doug Peterson has respect in the league. Former Super Bowl coach just four years ago, three, four years ago, Mm -hmm. this man is not out of tune. Now, I'm pretty sure Doug is going to get back into the game. And he probably has been studying the game since he's been gone. Hopefully, Doug will be able to jump right in it and keep this thing rolling. Hopefully, he does not have a setback from being out of touch with the game. But you know why I think he won't be out of touch? Look at Andy Reid. Look at Andy Reid. Year in and year out, the game does not pass him by. Yeah, you're right. Now, for granted, he got the best quarterback in football on his team. But at the same time, look at the offense. It's the, it's the best thing to watch.
2: But when he didn't have the best quarterback, he, he still, still did was it. Able Alex to Smith.
0: do it. He did it with Alex Smith. Michael V. He did it with Donovan McNabb. He always up. had that thing open up. So that's what leads me to think that even though Doug Peterson was out of football for two years. One year. Excuse me. For one, one year, year, I find it hard to believe that he wasn't on the phone chatting with Andy. Or he wasn't on the phone talking to McVay. And he went on the phone having these close relationships with Shanahan like these guys who so he knows. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm, I am feel pretty confident in that. So, I agree with what you said, man. Offensive line, wide receiver. Get you a, a couple of defensive studs late in the draft. Focus on that in free agency. And then we'll see what happens. And then we'll see what happens. All right, we're going to transition into another uh, clip that we have. Shout out to my main man's. Papa Gary Papa Gary <laughs> let me know That he went over A little bit Black <laughs> Yeah <laughs> And he needed this stage So we're gonna listen To Papa Gary man We're gonna get back to
1: it Hey Dedrick uh, Black um, Thanks again man For the opportunity uh, To come aboard And give you my input I think the title of This one is The State of the Jaguars Um, The State of the Jaguars At this time Is is. It's really a, a, a puzzle that hadn't been put together yet. I mean, Shark Khan, I just think he has been really uh, disrespectful of the fan base by not keeping us abreast of what's going on and, mm. and just really just been telling lies, man. I mean, just like they said, Byron Leffridge was never offered that job. He was offered the job, but he refused to work with Trent Baalke. So the hire with Doug Peterson, I'm okay with it, but I would have preferred Adrian Wilson and Byron Left, which I think they could have communicated better with the youth that's on this team, um, with the winning pedigree from both players. Um, it's just, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with Doug Peterson. He, he took a ragtag group of players, which hmm. didn't have any, really didn't have any superstars, and beat the Tom Brady team. So he has that, he has that sachet to, to uh, bring things together and do it, and do it in a way that the players really, really appreciate him. I've never heard anybody say anything bad about Doug Peterson as far as the players go. I know he had a little, little bit of um, disagreement with upper management at Philly, and that's why he left, but, I just don't see that here in Jacksonville because Shah Khan has an open book, and um, I don't think that would ever come to fruition. But uh, I just hope that we do get a uh, 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 executive vice president here to oversee Trent Balky because I really don't trust him. I really don't. And and when I say trust him, I'm saying as far as uh, giving uh, picking draft picks and free agency and whatnot. So. I'm optimistic for this year. Um, I want to I want to go all in, but let's just wait and see. The combine is coming up, free agency, and then the draft picks. So we'll 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 get further into that once those three things happen. Thank y'all for having me. Talk with you later, man. Shout out Papa Gary
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> Papa Gary come through so shout eloquent. out Pop. <laughs> so eloquent talking that talk, man. What we needed to hear here on the sports desk. So Black Man, uh, well fortunately we're not going to get Rashad on today Rashad, you know, uh, will not be able to join He has some things he had to tend to But we'll get Rashad um, on the next episode So we can give his uh, uh, point of views Rashad is a value member here on the sports desk So we definitely want to hear what he has to say So we're not going to get Rashad this episode Mr. Moodham Chains, we'll have him uh, at a later date talking So Black, let's go ahead and wrap this thing out All right. so how do you feel, man? How do you feel going into next season? What is your, what is your, uh in a perfect world, in a perfect world for next season with the Jacksonville Jaguars, get, what do you want to see? What do you want to uh be like when the season ends for the Jags next season in a perfect world with this new regime?
2: Well, for me, D, and I know you're going to get a kick out of this, I just want to win, man. (laughs) If you know me, my teams haven't been doing much winning in anything, in college football, in Florida State, or in NFL, in the Jaguars. I just want to taste winning. (laughs) I need to taste winning. And I feel like Doug, Doug Peterson is a coach that can bring winning here to Jacksonville. Like, like my pop just, like pop just said, you never. This guy is well respected in the league, and look at, look at what he had in Philadelphia to work with when he took that job and was able to turn them into a success. He yeah. had Carson Wentz on the cups if he wouldn't have got hurt to being the MVP of the league.
0: Yeah.
2: Now you, now he's coming here and he, you're giving him, a all world. As Fred said, a top-rated quarterback ever to come out of college football. Ever, you are giving him him, and then people don't realize the Jacksonville Jaguars still have a lot of talent on this team. Yep, you just got to coach him up. You need more depth. Yes, you do. You need you need more. Uh, you need more big-time playmakers on this team. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. But you still have talent here. So I just want somebody, I just want Doug to be able to come here and put it together D to and let's just start seeing some winning. I told myself going into this season, I wasn't going to have any high hopes. I just want to take it week by week, uh, pick by pick, free agent by free agent and see what the Jaguars do. I want to see if this thing with Trent Belkey, like everyone's saying, now that Doug Peterson is here, will, will we see some idiotic picks with... In the draft, will we see moves not being made in free agency because we know Doug Peterson wants to be is as is as, as, as aggressive as he can be, especially in free agency. And I know we're going to get into that in a minute. And free agency is key, and also the draft is because that's how you build build players up and build your team up through through the draft. But free agency has to be key for the Jacksonville Jaguars this year. It's too much talent. Uh, on the board in free agency this year for the Jaguars to miss, in my opinion, and if they do miss D, that would be a disappointment to me. But while I sit now with the Jags, I'm taking it week by week, and I'm and, and I want to be so exci- in my heart. I'm really excited. I'm really excited about Doug being here because you can't deny winning, bro. This that's what it's about, and and if if you're able to win. In four years in Philadelphia, one of the toughest players to be, a—I mean, toughest places to be a coach, to be a player, because we know how Philly and fans get down and how, how, what happens in Philly. But to be able to go there and do it with uh, not a whole lot, just putting your talent in the best position to, be, su- to succeed, I can believe we have something here. And I'm, I'm just going to keep taking it day by day, D, and, you know, hope that this thing can get turned around for the better.
0: Yeah, I just feel, um, you know, just in a perfect world, you'll see the Jaguars be that team. You know, every year in the NFL, you got a team that just jumps out the gate and be like, wow, like, this team has did a total 360 Jags are winning nine and ten games they're in the hunt for the division. They're coming down to the last game of the year against the Titans or whatever for the division. That's what I want to see. I want to see meaningful football in November and December. I want to see when the Jaguars play in a conference uh foes, if they have to play. I don't I can't think of who they play next year, but I think they play the Ravens and Teams like Playoff, that the Cowboy division Yeah so yeah mm-hmm. I think the Cowboys Come down here yeah, actually do. So when the Cowboys Come down here You want to f- have You want to have that Feel that energy Not like oh boy The Cowboys finna come down here And ride <laughs> You know what I mean Like it, it, it's just One of those things Where you just want A good product down here We tasted it Almost six years ago But this was out of the blue Mm. You get Calais Campbell in here, he's the anchor of this thing. Calais Campbell brings a winning culture, winning attitude, and winning energy here, and these guys fed off of it. Jalen Ramsey, Miles Jack, just look at the talent that was around. Look at the talent that was around. A.J. Boye, like, hottest, he was the Kevin best corner. Smith. Yeah, yeah, he was the best corner that came in from Denver. Tim. I mean, and they made it worthwhile. They and did. none of those guys are here anymore. None of them. None of them are here anymore. And as a result of that, here we are. So competitive football. Good product on the field late in the year in the hunt for the division crown, in the hunt for a wild card, and get in. <laughs> get in 9-10 wins, gets you in. When you look at the Bengals, you gotta you scratch your head. Joe Burrow is great, but so is Trevor Lawrence. I know Joe got Jamar Chase, I know that. Go get Trevor Lawrence a Jamar Chase, go get him something to the equivalent of a Jamar Chase. Give him the talent. Doug Peterson said at last week's press conference the focus is getting talent around this talented quarterback. Doug Peterson, it seems like he understands what needs to be done. There's no gray area conversations, man. Get talent around Trevor, bulk up this offense, and let's get to it. So I want to see him compete, man. I want to see him compete. I support this city, I'm from this city. I support this team. I want to see these guys win. I want to... When Jaguar home games come around, I want it to be the only thing people talking about. Going to the Jazz game for a real reason. Instead of Not going to, to get... to get drunk. I about to say, instead of going to get liquored up. So you can be put out of your misery in the first quarter. Because that's what seems to be going on out here. So in a perfect world, that's what I would want, man. Especially when you get to November after Thanksgiving... You know what it's about in the NFL. Yeah, you're right. And I want to see the Jaguars uh in the midst of that. All right, Black, let's go ahead and get to it winding down, man. State of the Union of the Jacksonville Jaguars, man. Free agency. Mm-hmm. What do you think, man? What's in your dream bag? I know you know you look at the list: Chris Godwin, Devontae Adams. There's just a lot of people out there, man, that the Jaguars can make a run at. And I gotta believe that Doug Peterson is going to be aggressive trying to holler at these free agency who will listen to him. I believe in the past, free agents wouldn't even look down here, mm-hmm. but you got a Super Bowl winning coach down here. You got a young upstart quarterback who's definitely going to get better. In a dream world, man, what do you want to see down here, man?
2: Man, of course you would, of course you would love to have all the talent here, but this is one thing I seen with Doug uh with this coaching staff Dean, I don't know if you uh noticed it. Some of the coaches he has on this staff are coaches that he have former relationships with or cross paths and had, you know, positive vibes with. Right. Also some of the coaches on this staff have relationship with big time targets and free agency this year. Correct. You see guys like uh, Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones already let it be known. Man, when I was coming up, the Jacksonville Jaguars was 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 my favorite team. Knowing that his brother played for the Jacksonville Jaguars back in the day when Del Rio was the coach. Yep. And you bring in one of the guys from Arizona, the defensive line coach, to be your defensive line coach, who Chandler Jones has one of the best relationships with in his career since he's been in the league. So you bring him in, then you bring in the um the rod receiver coach who have formal you that has some dealings that have some dealings with Allen Robinson. If that's the way the Jags want to go and bring him back, I won't be mad at it, but a few people kind of like, uh ah, Allen Robinson had his time here. He's not very durable. I understand all that, but he would be an asset to something that we don't have. He'll be more of an asset than a Marvin Jones right now. And I like Marvin Jones. Okay. Allen Robinson would be more of an asset th- than Marvin Jones to me in my opinion. And then you have and then you just got the it, besides that, it's just seeing the seeing the relationships on this coaching staff that they have. You look at what you're putting around Trevor Lawrence. You put uh Mike McCoy, Jim Bob Cooter. Um I can't re- even think of the uh, um the up and coming um offensive coordinator. I can I cannot think of the guy's name right now. I'm so sorry. But the uh, that came from over from the coast that worked on the Doug Peterson while he his time at Philly. But you're giving you giving Trevor Lawrence coaches that have had success in the league. Mike McCoy when he was with the Chargers. Philip Rivers had some of the best years under Mike McCoy. Jim barcuda had a lot to do with some of the good years and a productive years that um. Matthew Stafford had in Detroit. So you're putting people around him that know what success looks like. And that's the key. And then I believe free agents look at that, D. But for me, the number one thing on my list was definitely if we can get a Chandler Jones in here or top-notch right receiver, you would love to have a Devontae Adams or Chris Godwin. Do I think it's going to be a reach for those guys? I really do, D. I really do. But I would love to see us grab one of them, guys. But if you can go get me a good a great tight end because we see we know what doug likes to run two tight ends we seen it in philly go get me dalton schultz man go get me dalton schultz yeah we don't know if the cowboys want to resign him because they already got money into uh another tight end blake drawing and blake drawing so do they want to resign dalton Shultz? bring me dalton schultz or or even i'm looking at and i'm looking at the list and i'm like oh man it's a lot of good tight ends uh, Gusecki from Miami. He's a free agent. Go get me. Go get me a good pass catching tight end. You keep. You keep Dan Arnold. Who's is a good tight end? He was end? solid.
0: He was solid this year. We
2: was able to see when Trevor got him. We was like, oh wow, Dan Arnold is really a good tight end. Right. He can catch the football, but you know he got hurt, so he's a here or there. But we know that he's a good catching tight end. We know that Doug loves great ca- catching tight end. Zach Ertz. He's a free agent. Would he be a possibility here, a strong possibility? I believe so because of the former relationship with him and Doug. But he's kind of older now. You want to bring in some of these younger guys up and coming tight ends. So I'm all for D, whatever they can do in free agency. But for me, D, you have to hit on these these tight ends and these receivers in this draft. If we can get a a big name like Chandler Jones or one of those guys to come help Josh Allen on his DN, I'm all for it.
0: Yeah, I, I I I agree with you. I, I just feel that uh, you know, the pool is so deep, man. I'm looking at the list right now, man, and 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 and, and of course, what I love to have a Devonte Adams here in Jacksonville, of course, but you know, you got to think that's probability for not uh happening. But I'm looking at names, man, on here. Uh, you know, Chandler Jones is somebody, J.C. Jackson is somebody. New England don't like to play their corners. They don't. They don't. Well, they don't like to pay their players <laughs> anyway. So you could holler at him as well, Mike Williams. Mike Wins from the Chargers. Oh, from the Chargers. Oh, yeah. Free- he's a, yeah, oh, yeah, he's a viable option to go highlight and see what you can uh, bring down here. Uh, I love uh, Taron. What's the offensive line for the uh, Saints? Uh, that's a free agent. Uh, Taron Armstead. Oh, yeah. that's a He's big. a that's free a agent. Nice so, there, there, there are some good quality players that the Jaguars can offer some really good money to, to bring down here and help bulk up. But I want youth with experience. Mm. So, I'm kind of being greedy here. Because you don't want to bring them too young, but you do want to bring them in young enough where they have had experience and they still have explosiveness and they still can provide game-changing uh, type talent to the team. All right, so I got a really good feeling about this year. I think Doug Peterson, just listening to him talk, listen to him talk, listen to him speak, listen, looking at, feeling his energy through the TV screen. Man, I got to think a lot of players going to take meetings with Doug. You think so? I just think they're going to take the meeting. Mm-hmm. Now, will he be able to get them? I don't know. But he has clout. He has clout. And like Papa Gary said, not one soul has came out and said anything crazy about Doug. Not one. You see on Twitter, oh, man, Jazz got Doug. Jazz got Doug. That's what I've been seeing the most of. Oh, even on National
2: TV for Steven to be like, if it's one coach that that got a job and deserving of it, it was Doug Peterson.
0: Doug Peterson. And, <laughs> and, and Colin Cowher said the same thing. He said the Jacksonville Jaguars are gonna be better. Kylie Cowher said that is a team to watch out for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Doug Peterson will make them better. How better? That's yet to be seen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's some pieces out there. I'm look, if you can go at Calvin Ridley. Has had some issues, but he has made it known that he could be entertaining leaving Atlanta. Look at the situation with Matt Ryan there. You don't know what's going to go on with him. It's not a lot there in Atlanta. If you could get Calvin Ridley down here, I'll take it. Mm Mm-hmm. Make him your number one receiver down here. Get him the option. If you like Dalton Schultz, bring him down here. It'll hurt me that he left my boys, but he coming down here to Jacksonville. Shoot, so I even take through. Michael Gallup because I Michael know he's going to catch the ball. in the field. Michael Gallup, we're another prime <laughs> prime example. It just, it's just a lot of options out there for the Jaguars. It is. It's, man. And I got to think Trevor Lawrence is going to make it very, very hard for guys to be like,
1: man,
0: let's go down here to Jacksonville, man. Let's see what's up. Let's see what's up, man. I think players are going to have a tough time turning down the deal. So it could be wishful thinking. We could be talking naively here. It could be all for nothing here. We could be sitting right back here another year from now. But it just feels different this time. I think we got excited over the hype. Well, most of us got excited over the hype of Urban Meyer. It was the hype of what he's done in college. It was the hype of his aura, so to speak. Because... Urban Meyer felt like a good thing that was happening for the Jaguars at the time. But this feels better than Urban Mm Meyer. This feels better than Urban Meyer. So I think free agents are going to listen. I think Doug's going to be able to get some key free agents down here. I think they're going to draft well. And I really, really think if everything goes to plan, the Jaguars could be the surprise team in the NFL next year. But a lot of things have to go right. A lot of things. But you got your leader in place. Your leader is Doug Peterson. He knows what it takes to win. (laughs) Trevor Lawrence is an outstanding talent who wants to win. You have those two things. Gotta make you feel good inside. Mm -hmm. Because if you had Gardner Minshew and Doug Peterson, (laughs) we probably wouldn't even be doing this show right now. We wouldn't be. We'll be sending out a tweet <laughs> about what the State of the Union is. So all in all, man, the Jacksonville Jaguars, man, they're at square one once again. They're at the beginning of the road again. We're going to have to wait and see what happens. Feel pretty good about it. And we'll see. We got a long way to go. Of course, here on the sports History, we'll be covering the draft, free agent special, draft special. We'll be doing it all, man, building up this offseason of the Jaguars until we get ready for week one. Yeah. That's what we'll be doing here. Black, so in a final remarks, man, on the Jacksonville Jaguars or the State of the Union uh, of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah,
2: and just one more thing to note. We are in the time in the NFL where you can start tagging players, so you will know a lot more about, you know, what type of players are really going to be in free agency because this is the time when teams can tag or... We're not gonna tag or as we heard today, we may let certain certain players test the waters. Yeah. So this is the time we in now for players to start getting tagged and see who's really gonna be the cream of the crop in free agency this year. But man, um I just I, I always hope for the best, man. Jaguars, they hold a special place in my heart. Florida State and the Jaguars. They they it's just something about those those teams, man. They do something to me and it hurts to see them struggle. It hurts. I know it's part of football. It happens. But at some point you want to see change. We were able to see years and years and years of winning from Florida State D. And then we had a a downtime and then it came back up again. And now it's down again. But you want to see the same thing out your NFL. You want to see consistency. You want to see teams be consistent. You want to see the Jaguars be consistent. Let's find a way to win. I think the toughest job that Doug is going to have in his locker room is looking these guys in the face that haven't won much on this level. We know we've we've had players on this team that won at the college level. Of course, we do. But he's going into a locker room where there hasn't been a lot of winning. And Doug comes from a situation in four years where he won a lot of games in Philly. He won more than he lost, and he won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So you have to think that the one of the tougher job, I don't think, is going to be the X's and O's on the field, D, because we know Doug Peterson can do that. You know, go to if if you want to see what he does, uh, X's and O's wise, go to YouTube and look at some of the brilliant mastermind plays that this guy uh, puts together. While he, in his time at Philly, my thing is going to be the locker room D. How do you get these guys? Have seen a lot of losing. How do you get them to buy into to, to the situation that you're trying to put in front in front of them? Tell them it's it's okay, guys. You know, I've done this, I've been here. That's the key thing for me is to be able to get these guys to know that they can win football games. I'm looking at this division then and Fred even he spoke on it. What's to be scared of in this division? Yeah, you have King hearing, but they have Ryan Tanner here who we just just god awful in the playoffs. God awful. What quarterback Deshaun Watson wants nothing to do with the Houston Texans no more? He could be elsewhere next year. Yeah. If you look at it right now, Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback in the AFC South.
0: <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> wow. He's
2: the best quarterback. Why can't the Jacksonville Jaguars be the best team in the AFC South? Don't get me wrong. I know Tennessee is very Very good where- team. Respected, very well coached, very and good a really good team. Yeah. The number one team out of the AFC last year. It's going year. to take a lot to beat them. It's going to take a lot. But why not the Jaguars? Yeah, Like they, you said, these the times that six years ago when we went to uh, AFC Championship, people were shocked. People were shocked. Why not let's build towards something and trying to get back there and be like, man, we believe in this guy Doug Peterson to get the job done. Even though he wasn't the first choice, whatever situation happened, he's the coach. And people are happy that he's the coach. Yeah. So, for me, D, the main thing is going to be the locker room and getting these guys who's done a lot of losing to buy in in winning ways. And I think that's what's really going to have to be done to put a great product out on the football field.
0: Yeah, well said, man. I I really don't have that much (laughs) to add. I mean, just well said, man. I just think my final remarks, man, uh, on this State of Union episode is... Just want to win Just want to win Just want to compete Just want to compete When you look at your NFL schedule on your Sunday When you wake up man And you're chilling around the house man and you look at the slate I don't want to laugh no more man Oh Jazz Jags playing the Patriots Or oh, the Jags playing this I don't want to do that no more I want to look at my schedule like Okay Jags and Ravens today This should be a good one mm-hmm. Trevor versus Amon Like you just want that respect around here and it's going to be a long road, but I agree with you. This division is for the taking. It's for the taking. It's for the taking. The Tennessee Titans, like you said, well coached, stud defense, best running back in football, solid offensive line, great coaching, Mike. I mean, they got it all. But Tannehill could be beat.
2: <laughs> he can. We've seen that.
0: Tannehill can be beat. Young, Burry, Young Burrow went up there. Young mm-hmm. Burrow went up there. And got that thing done in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. I can see Trevor doing the same thing. I can see him doing the same thing. Now, all bets are off if Aaron Rodgers end up in Tennessee. (laughs) Lord, I pray he don't end up there. Talking about something else later on after that. All bets are off if he end up in Tennessee or Russell Wilson end up in Tennessee. Something like that. Oh, man. But uh, as of right now, it's just for the taking, man. So we're going to watch. We're going to break this thing down. We're going to be here for y'all. We're going to break down the draft. We're going to break down free agency. We're going to set up the schedule, everything, until we get to game one. And then when we get to game one, it's on from there, man. So, very hopeful. Because I think last year I was super excited. Mm -hmm. But I'm very hopeful with Doug and with Trevor. And that's all you can be right now. That's all you can be So we hope you guys Enjoyed this episode Of the State of the Union Of the Jacksonville Jaguars Shout out A big shout out To Freddie Briggs Once again For setting the tone On this thing Uh, (laughs) Just poetry Yes, from Freddie Bricks. All right. Uh, So appreciate you, Fred, as always. And like I said, we'll get Rashad in here uh, soon. Like I said, he had some things to tend to, so we have to catch him on the next go-round. Shout out Papa Gary. Shout out Julio. Shout out Tay. Shout out JD. Thank you guys for sending voice notes, saying, man, and expressing your feelings on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And uh, like I said, man, we'll just wait and see. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Deadre Hicks Jr. and on YouTube. You can find me there as well. Deadre Hicks Jr. You can catch uh, the sports desk on Instagram as well. Black, where can they find you?
2: Yeah, y'all can hit me on Twitter and Instagram at E N 3 man.
0: Y'all hit me up. Let's talk about it. A lot of new stuff coming from the sports desk, man. We're kind of ramping it up for the summer. Got some new photos for y'all, some new videos for y'all, working on a new YouTube channel. Just a lot of different pieces of sports content that's going to be coming to you from the sports desk this summer. And I just look forward to interacting more with you guys and giving you guys a chance to see myself and see Black. Uh, You always hear us all the time and read our tweets all the time. But, you know, we're going to give, uh, you know, get out of our box a little bit and, uh uh, uh, be seen in front of the camera man Because you know this thing we love sports man It ain't going nowhere And uh, we just want to have a lot of fun doing it we-, we want y'all to be a part of it as well Alright so until next time guys Take care of yourself be safe This has been episode 164 <sighs> Of the Sports Desk And we'll be back in a few days uh, With 165 And thank y'all for wa- uh, listening Hey spread the show around If somebody's looking for a new sports show Tell them about the Sports Desk Tell them about the sportsologist D and Black. Ta- hit, copy the link. Send it to their phone. Their mama, their daddy, their sister, their brother, their cousin. Just spread it around. Spread it around. Because one day me and Black are going to be on XM Radio somewhere. Who? With our own show. <laughs> then you're going to have to pay $9.99 to hear us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all be cool. Y'all be saving. We'll uh, catch y'all in the next episode. <laughs> lunch sports man come on now so, hey bro I'm listening to the sports desk
2: you're listening to the sports show new sports desk <laughs>